Hello, you're listening to Work From Home, a Lower Street podcast where we help you stay connected, productive and sane whilst working from home. On today's episode, we're looking at structuring your day, how to keep a track of your team's mood and some less than ideal home offices. First up is structuring your day. And this is a really tricky one because you're at home, the boss isn't there, you may even be the boss, and you can do whatever you want with your day. And for the first week or so, it's pretty great. That's the honeymoon, where you realise that the day is yours to do with as you please. But after a week or so, it starts to get a little bit trickier. I know I find it quite difficult to outsmart the lazier sides of myself. And when I started working from home, I tried to do the 9 till 5, and it didn't really work for me. So I started playing around with times of when I start the day, and I find that 6am to 2pm works the best for me. I'm more productive, I get to start early, and I get to finish early. I get to go out and go to the gym or go for a cycle, and it's still light when I get back and I don't feel like I've lost the whole day to work. And that's the thing, you can set up your day however you want. There are places out there that will give you templates and you can account for your every single minute of your day from 5am to 5pm if you want to, and it may be good to start off. Use them as a template if you want, and then go from there. But I do think that this opportunity to work from home is a chance for you to do an extended experiment, basically, and figure out the ways in which you work best. You want to take a lunch break? Take a lunch break. You want your lunch break to be 90 minutes long? Go for it. Do you want to? Have breakfast, go for a walk with the family, and then come back. You can do that. You can start earlier and finish later. So figure out what works best for you through trial and error. Good luck. Next up, if you're a manager, how do you get to know what your team's feeling like when you're not in the same room as them? Well, we've been having a look at different tools, and one that's popped up is Team Mood. It's a pretty interesting idea, actually. Your team members get sent a daily email and they ask about how they felt overall about the day and they click to choose their mood and then everyone's mood is gathered together into this sort of graph so you can chart people's mood as it changes day by day and see whether more people were feeling as though they had an excellent day or maybe they were feeling they had a bad day. The feedback's anonymous which I think is very interesting. And it still leaves the issue out there that it's difficult to know what other individuals are feeling at any point when you're talking to them online, especially if you're dealing primarily through text channels like Slack, like we do. It can be very tricky to figure out what's going on behind the text messages. Team Mood feel as though they have a solution to this, and I think it would be interesting to see how this would actually work being implemented in a business. And finally, we've been looking at some less than ideal home offices. The first is from Jules Forrest, who says she finds herself and her partner stuck in a small studio apartment, and although she has a chair, she's had to use a clothes hamper as her desk. Yeah, maybe not the best, but I suppose you just have to make do. Another strange desk is from Sophie Amelie. Hers is fluffy. Her dog sat on her lap. I think that's exactly the opposite of a problem. Do you have questions about working from home? Tips you'd like to see? Things you'd like us to look at? Then email me, alex at lowerstreet.co and subscribe to get more episodes of Work From Home every weekday.